And welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. And joining us now is Christine McCracken, Senior Analyst of Animal Protein at Robo Agra Finance. And we're talking about an industry that we don't talk about a whole lot here on the program, and that's the poultry industry. And Christine, I wish you a happy new year. Thanks so much for joining us today. I hope you're doing well. We are a little cold, but uh, doing it healthy so far this year. <laughs> Well, that's important, being healthy to start off the new year. I think we could deal with a little bit of cold weather and just make sure we stay healthy. I would agree with that sentiment. Well, as I mentioned, we're talking the poultry industry, and I know a uh, a new report, the Global Poultry Quarterly uh, for Quarter 1, 2023 from Rabobank. And, and just to start us off, I think just in general, as we look at the state of the poultry industry here globally what does the outlook show us? What are we seeing here as we start off the new year, Christine? Well, it's really a, a, a tale of two cities. We've got uh, obviously a, a very healthy supply of protein here in the U.S., but uh, maybe globally a, a little bit of a shortfall. And that's really a reflection of of uh, some tough economic conditions for producers in some parts of the world. So, so just big losses um, driving lower production, but also the impact of, of bird flu um, in a lot of regions, especially Europe, um, impacting overall supplies of meat. So globally, we're a little short uh, poultry. Um, here in the U.S., we have a little too much. Well, you mentioned uh, avian influenza, and I wonder, I know that's been an issue uh, for much of 2022. It's been a past issue here around the world and here in the U.S. W would you say that's maybe the biggest factor to watch as we move into this new year? What are your thoughts with, with uh, high path avian influenza and how it's impacting the poultry industry right now? Well, it's, it's been a devastating uh, outbreak. You know, it started obviously uh, about a year ago in February here in the U.S., but it's been spreading around the world uh, throughout Asia, Europe, uh, really hard hit. Um, and that's that's been a huge factor in 22. Um, and it's it's being spread by wild birds. So there's very, uh, very few kind of options for the industry in terms of dealing with that, uh, aside from everyday biosecurity. Um, here in the U.S., um, a big issue for the layer and the turkey industries, for sure, we're seeing that at the store. Uh, but for the broiler industry, it's primarily a trade issue. So if we get it in our flocks uh, here on the broiler side, it really can be disruptive to our exports. And that's that's really what we're watching for 23. Um, there hasn't been a big let up. We've still had uh, cases through, through the winter. Um, we had them all summer, which is unusual. Uh, again, tied back to that that migratory pattern in those wild birds that that is just really tough um, to to control. So uh, a big issue for sure in 22, and we expect it to be an issue again in 23. Well, you mentioned some of the tight supply and some of the issues overseas, Europe, Asia. Uh, but looking here at the U.S., I know the report you, you, seems to be a bit of a bit optimistic. We'll say at least for maybe the second half of 2023 for the U.S. Can you talk about that? Explain that a little bit for us. Sure. In terms of you know when we think uh, you'll start to see uh, a slightly better uh, domestic supply, we're we're really thinking about poultry having a, a very strong outlook. 
um, not just for supplies. Uh, unfortunately, we're a little early. There's still plenty of pork and beef around. But uh, when we think about uh, how the year might progress, um, you know, you've talked on on here uh, about the big drop in, in beef supplies coming uh, later in this year and into mm -hmm. uh, 24 uh, 25, you know, that's a real opportunity for the broiler industry. So as I think through the outlook for uh, U.S. profitability and, and what might happen with markets, I think we'll get it back in balance uh, mid-year. Um, I think uh, we just have a little too much chicken here uh, short term, but I, I'm fairly optimistic in terms of uh, the market prospects for chicken specifically uh, in the second half and, and for turkey. Uh, and eggs to come back to nor kind of normal ranges uh, when we think about uh, the next holiday season. So optimistic, but there's a lot we don't know at this point. Well, and you mentioned it there and you mentioned it earlier as well, the prices at the grocery store for things like eggs. And we see just the competition between poultry, pork, beef, turkey, et cetera, at the meat case. I know that's something that is a talking point amongst a lot of consumers right now in the U.S. And some of it, you know, I see the different social media posts or whatnot or hear people at the store, the sticker shock that they see when they're going to say buy a dozen eggs and the price is double, triple what it was just a few months ago, Christine, it's it's really a bit of a sticker shock right now. Yeah, well, and a lot of that is on a lag, right? So we had tight supplies of eggs going into the holiday baking season, uh, and and then we we sold a lot of eggs. So we're 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 tight short run, but the prices are already coming down. Uh, that's the good news, uh, and and you'll start to see that at the store, and that'll get passed along pretty quickly. Um, you know, I I don't necessarily see any big uh declines in uh in uh overall prices maybe until we get past the easter holiday um mm -hmm. you know if you think through uh what we're seeing uh you know in terms of demand for for that holiday but you know i think that i'm pretty optimistic that we'll kind of come back to normal as long as we don't continue to lose uh a lot of production well, Christine, as you look at this report uh, on the on the poultry industry here from Rumble Bank, anything else stand out to you that you want to mention that that you guys found in that report here as we start off the year? Yeah, you know, I think that there's some some interesting uh, data points around uh, trade global demand for chicken. If you think through uh, global supplies of protein, uh, you know, not just here in the U.S., we're starting to see that decline in beef uh, supply, but but big declines in pork production in Europe. Uh, they were down almost 20% last year. Uh, you know, China is obviously a, a big driver of, of global trade and, and they're taking a record amount of poultry uh, into in that country this year. Record uh, exports from the US, in fact, they eat a lot of chicken paws, almost a billion dollars worth of chicken paws. So some things to be optimistic about when we think about poultry as a good, a low cost protein and how it might play in, in 2023. I think that there'll be a lot of support for the industry and that helps, you know, everyone in the meat case, if you have less available supplies domestically. Well, definitely a lot of things to consider. I know folks can find more details online, research.robobank.com. They could read through the full report. And with that, we appreciate the time. Christine McCracken with Robo Agri Finance. Thanks for joining us today. We'll uh, get you back on the show again soon. Great to be with you. Thanks.
And that's going to do it for another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.